1: Leadership File, on Premier. Welcome to the show which talks to Christian leaders about the topics that really matter. I'm Andy Peck. If you're a Christian and in the workplace, but are struggling to know how to best serve God there, well listen up. I'm joined by Roz Turner of Transform Work UK who is excited by the very real possibilities of workplace ministry. So, Roz, welcome to Leadership File.
0: Hello there, Andy.
1: So, t- tell to me about the, the, the vision of Transform Work UK.
0: Okay. Well, Transform Work UK has a huge uh, vision, which is to inspire Christians to transform their workplace and the nation. And uh, the way that we do this is to support the growth of Christian workplace groups in organisations across the UK.
1: Well, and that's a lot of organisations potentially.
0: That is a lot of organisations, and that's partly the reason why I love to be on Premier, so we can let other people know and get involved. Okay.
1: And how did it come about? Was there someone who uh, but b- sort of bore this kind of vision for this or? Yeah,
0: yep, a long time ago. Well I started um, with this vision in 2003 with a guy called Dr Clifford Hill actually, Reverend Dr Clifford Hill and I joined an organisation called CCM, the Centre for Contemporary Ministry over in Mogahanga Park and um, he had the vision because he bought um, this house, Mogahanga Park, for a pound. He placed a pound over to secure the house and then it was worth 7 million huh? which was a real God, you know, story really and then when they looked into the research the the architect of that house was the uh... Uh, Sir John Soane, who's the architect of the Bank of England and 10 Downing Street wow. and he built that house for a guy called Henry Thornton now Henry Thornton owned the Bank of England at the time, I didn't know I'd be sharing this like, <laughs> this is like a history lesson <laughs> and um, his daughter married William Wilberforce wow. and there's the connection because William Wilberforce was part of the Clapham Saints mm. or the Clapham sect as they were known by their mm. you know enemies if you like and what do they do? They mobilised the grassroots, the Christians mm. at the grassroots at the time and able to change the values of the nation by getting people to sign petitions and organising people in groups. And so I started work um, at Mogahanga way back in 2003 looking at where are Christians and what are they doing? And we discovered that there were many work, well, professional groups like Christians in Property, the Medical Christian Fellowship, the Lawyers Christian Fellowship meeting together. And so my job at the time was to bring those guys together, the leaders of those groups together for meetings in the House of Commons, to look at changing the values of the nation, through workplace associations and two main approaches um, was can you influence your institution with Christian values and can you share your faith at work so that was the main essence way back in the day.
1: (laughs) And so you became involved by being aware a little bit of this and and joining by applying for a job or something like that
0: yeah well I heard um Clifford speak at my church and I guess I've got uh, people keep saying you're an evangelist Ross but I think well okay and so I've I love the idea of every Christian being able to live for Jesus where he puts them you know it's just fuels me so Mm -hmm. when i heard this vision of encouraging and empowering christians and enabling them to Mm -hmm. live for jesus during the time where they you know the time where they most time where they spend awake Mm -hmm. you know is generally in the workplace then you know we'd have a different uk whether it's in the you know media politics education finance you know social social work you know if Really, if Christians prayed for their workplaces, found other Christians and prayed together and then asked God what do you want us to do here to change um, and bring in his values, then we would definitely see a different UK. I believe that with my heart.
1: No, no, absolutely. Wow, they preach it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, lead, leaders talk of what they call BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goals. Mm. Uh, and you, you clearly have big goals for your organisation. Yes. Um, what kind of encouragement you're receiving so far?
0: yeah well we've had a few bumps along the way we're quite a small organization we're all volunteer based part of myself and I'm just three days a week and so finance is always a bit up and down so that's um That's one of the things. But just recently, um, coming back into Transform because I left for a few years, um, is that we've had more volunteers come and support us. So Mm. the way that we work is that we basically grow Christian groups within organisations through diversity and equality. So um, I don't know if your listeners would know, but um, through diversity, you can have an LGBT group, which stands for uh, Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, Transsexual Group, or you have a BME group, which is the Black Ethnic Minority Group. Mm. You can have a women's group. You can have a Christian group Mm. and you can have a Muslim group, a Jewish group, but actually guys, you can have a Christian group that um, becomes acceptable um, and and recognized within the fabric of the organization. It's part of that framework where you can be formally recognized and that you can have a space on your intranet. You can use their email system. You can meet together in your organization and pray for your company formally recognized, which is completely different from a Christian group that hides away and goes oh gosh we're Christians let's meet together because what, what changes is the atmosphere in the organisation because your management now accepts that a Christian group is a bona fide part of this organisation mm-hmm. and then you can bring benefits good benefits to bear for the organisation so we have seen many many groups when we started we had a handful of Christians who were willing to give this a go and um, our flagship at the time if you like was the BT Christian Network and you know they got about a Thousand members, prayer cover seven days a week, running Alpha courses, fully endorsed by the company, because they wrote down a business case document that shows the benefits of having a Christian group in the workplace wow. alongside other groups. And um, so now we've seen um, we've helped a number of groups over the year. So PwC, EY is a new one. One of my newest, most exciting ones, if you like, is Angling Water. I can't mention them all, but um, this group I just I love it because they're just a small group, you know. And they thought, well, you know, we can. Be a benefit to our organisation? Why are we hiding? Why are we meeting together out of the workplace when we can meet in the workplace? And so we would help them put their business case together, go and meet with the director or the management, a manager of diversity and equality in your organisation and to talk about it and that's what they did and the guy just sat back and he said wow this is brilliant you are going to be the first of many diversity groups and he said and they had a poster which is great and he said right I want it to go through corporate so now they've got the Angling Water logo and I can talk about it freely with you on the air because it's fully um, you know uh, endorsed by the company so you know all their little bullet points are the Angling Water teardrop and he said oh I don't need to use your Hotmail account to send the email out I want to use Christian workplace group at Anglin Water and you know it's just very exciting because now if you're a new person that goes to work in the office and you're given your welcome pack In that welcome pack, it says, and we have a Christian workplace group that you can join straight away so you can find other like-minded people and start Mm. praying together. One of the things that we love is that we say when your very first objective is um, when you write your business case is that you... um, Faithfully serve the organisation that you work for which is why you're there which is completely biblical isn't it Colossians oh. 3 23 17 to fully work for the Lord wherever you are with all your heart oh. and um, and the second one is to be open to all staff and that's what I love as well because a Christian workplace group isn't there just for the Christians it's there for everyone whether you're um, an atheist a satanist um, agnostic a Muslim a Jewish person you're welcome to come and hear about Jesus and hear about the Christian faith I'll give you an example Mm. Um, so in one of our groups in BT they were running the Alpha course and there was a guy who's a Buddhist a colleague who didn't understand why we have chocolate eggs and chocolate bunnies and what that what has that got to do with Jesus dying on a cross so he went along and then you know he didn't become a Christian but he said I understand the Christian faith now Mm. and that's thanks to the BT Christian Network having the opportunity to run that course Mm. Mm. and it's an education program for BT well
1: well and and this is typically in the lunch hour or is it uh, that that would be obviously it's not
0: yep so it 's in the lunch hour or it 's after work. We know another group um i won 't mention them on nay um on air, but they are a water organization, another water organization and um they run parenting courses oh. um n- not part of work time but after work because one of the Christians there just realised that's a lot of brokenness in families Mm. and um, juggling parenting and work and with divorce and things like that. He said, do you know what, it's an excellent course, a a Christian-based parenting course and he asked, can we run it? And the management said, yes, you can but not in work time. So that's been another benefit because the Christian group ran it together. So where there's a group, you can do more you can have mm. a bigger splash so that's why i love it it's exciting
1: wow this is this is terrific to hear um now of course for some time many christians have challenged the the sacred secular divide you'll be familiar with london institute for contemporary christianity this has been there uh, something of their clarion call for for, for decades um mm. but but many churches seem to operate as if what really matters takes place on sundays in the services uh Obviously you're you're beating a particular drum with with the Mm. work transform the workplace. But why do you think there has been this kind of sacred secular divide for so long?
0: Great. Well, I just want to say I completely love my church. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very much part of my church Mm. and um, I love my pastorship and uh, the groups that I'm with. And I think it's a a fantastic question. Um, One of the, if people are listening, I'm not an expert in it, but I'd want to pass you on to a guy called Neil Hudson that works Mm. for the London Institute for Contemporary Christianity. And um, he is having such great conversations with leaders of churches from all denominations at the moment Um, but I do believe it requires a different mindset whereas in the past people maybe worked locally or they didn't definitely weren't as stressed out and as yeah. long working hours as we got today so I work live in a commuter belt where people get up at five half five in the morning come into London or you know go up to Leeds what have you and uh, work long days stressful hours and come back and there's onks you know huh. and so if we can encourage people to live for Jesus and if the church can empower their people to shine for him where they spend most of their time oh. and see and hear about the fruit that's going on so, if you're a teacher and you're praying together with other teachers in your school, and um, you experience this kingdom come just by you know conversations opening up in the start from being fruitful uh, rather than the gossip, you know, being a positive influence and feeding that back into your church leadership to show them actually, I'm living for God. You're empowering me, but it's not here back at home it's out there where God's called me to be whether that's you know financial institute or um, you know uh, oil company you know all these different ones so I do think this is a change of a different mindset but I do believe that's where Transform Work UK comes into its own because you know we've got the gathered church on their Sunday and everyone's fired up together and yeah we're seeing miracles happening in our churches perhaps or in my church we are. and uh, you know and it's really encouraging but then we're scattered and we're like oh we're on my own I'm the only uh. person in my office. Well, actually, you generally won't be unless you're a very small office, and that's what Transform UK does. It says, "Look, there's another Christian. Why don't you start praying together?" Uh-huh. And it's not always easy because we come from different, diverse backgrounds. Whether you know it might be raving Pentecostal or a um, you know a Brethren background, but actually Jesus unites us. And when you focus on Jesus and you pray, Lord, you come in this company. We pray for righteousness in this company uh-huh. and integrity here, and together where there's unity. Command's a blessing so mm.
1: wonderful yeah. wonderful. well you're listening to Leadership File with me Andy Peck I'm joined this week by Roz Turner Roz works for Transform Work UK we'll be back just after this welcome back to Leadership File with me Andy Peck I'm joined this week by Ros Turner Roz works for Transform Work UK uh, she was talking a bit about the vision of Transform Work UK to help impact uh, our nation by encouraging particularly Christian groups uh, in the workplace uh, Christians to unite together and to, um, as part of the particularly uh, uh, overt aims of the company to to unite its workforce, then you can within legislation today have a Christian group alongside many many other groups. Um, Roz, there's been highly publicised cases of Christians suffering in quotes discrimination for sharing. Their faith, or standing up for their faith in the workplace, and I'm sure you know the media have a field day with these mm. kind of things. Um, your, your thoughts on? You know, the kind of approaches that we can have to sharing faith in a, in a workplace environment? Mm,
0: yes, um, yes, yeah, a good question. Um, I've heard of these cases, of <laughs> course, and um, from our point of view, we can only give you the positive <laughs> feedback that, and responses that we've had from mm. managers who aren't Christians, agnostics or of a different faith that completely welcome a Christian workplace group. Why? It's because the Christian group have engaged in a meaningful way with their employer oh. and um, they've not backed down you know um, one of our our newest book look actually which you can access from the homepage, is called the formal recognition of a christian workplace group developing a business case and at the back there's some examples of um you know, um, business cases, if you like, oh, from cool. different organisations like Eon, like BT, like Anglian Water, and the Home Office. And always, the first um, objective is to faithfully serve the organisation. The second yeah. one is to be fully, you know, a Christian, which means you know to live for Jesus, evangelism. That you can't have a Christian without that, yeah. and it's who we are. And but to be open to all staff, and. And once you you walk down that line, you know, we've just seen an openness. There's a difference between, um, so it's important to understand um, diversity and equality. So diversity is celebrating the rich, diverse backgrounds of different people, different people groups and different religions. And that's fantastic. Let's understand the Muslim religion or let's understand the Jewish religion or or you know homosexuals or you know that their their lifestyles or you know people who are passionate about women you know let's understand but equality means that you give each group the equal huh. um provision to share so um that's why we love it because christianity brings a rich another colour, you know, it's mm. really exciting to see what happens there. And, and Christianity done in this way helps fulfil the diversity policy within an organisation. Um,
1: yeah. It, I mean, it's great great to hear what you're saying. Um I'm aware that many Christians today uh, struggle. Mm. Uh, they think um, that the tide has, has kind of churned. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, militant atheists, talking about why there is no God. We've got um, suspicion about the Christian message from all all, all quarters, um, you know, and, and some of the caricatures on TV don't help the thing. And mm-hmm. so they keep quiet. They think, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I'm going to do my church thing and I'm going to go along to my workplace and I don't want to let the side down. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, if I, you know, if I start saying I'm a Christian, someone might ask me something awkward. Right. And so they keep quiet. Okay. Now, Just talk to that for a few moments, perhaps.
0: Well, I'm a firm believer that um, when you spend time with Jesus in his presence and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be weird. (laughs) God's not weird. But when you go into your places of work and you're full of the Lord, he just spills out you do your work well when I worked in a scientific PR company I had someone say to me you're so, you're such a Christian you're so Christian and I was like yay I am a Christian <laughs> thank you and um, and so they, she meant it for you know to take the mickey and I was like oh, thank you for recognising that because I was oh. just doing my work well you oh, know oh. I wasn't ex- I didn't um, proselytise or I didn't tell them about Jesus or anything oh. but I would clear the cups up there's only nine in our office and wash them up you know I can do that and do it and do it and do it and they're like wow why you keep doing that well you know and sometimes you get the opportunity to share so another time I was actually on a train with my director and she said oh you remind me of somebody else from university I was like oh was she good looking was she funny you know (laughs) haha and she said oh no she had a faith like you've got a faith and then opened up a conversation it's not that I had told her necessarily mm. about Jesus or anything before but there's ways to let your light shine mm. um, which is really exciting but I would say you know you know expect it Jesus said I'm sending you out a sheep amongst wolves you know mm. he said you know they persecuted me they're going to persecute you you know he said love your enemies do good to those I remember saying to one of the girls that phoned me sent a terrible time in my workplace and she shared the situation I said just love mm. you know love your enemies do good to those that hate you that's what Jesus (laughs) says and you'll be burning coals on their heads but you know what happens is that they come back to you they trust you you then because of your lifestyle become that person of peace you become that person of trust that they come and share with you Hmm. And then those opportunities come. So on an individual basis, you can. It's the way that you do it. And I think it's love in action. But then Transform Work UK is all about the groups. And then as a group together, you can do so much. Hmm. I know there's, um, there's a group in a financial organization who all went to work, suited and booted and at lunchtime they got changed into their jeans and so their colleagues were like what's going on and then they went and painted um, a shed for a charity and came back a little bit painted up and everything and then changed back into their their work clothes and they didn't say anything mm people started asking them the questions and that was just before Easter. And they said, look, we're, we're the part of the Christian group here. Why don't you come and hear about why we did it? Yeah, yeah. And then they were able to share the gospel and people yeah. chose to go. You know, one of the one of the exciting groups that I love is uh, Christians in Government UK. I don't know if you've heard about them before. So uh, Trevor Payne, who works for Transform UK, he used to chair Christians in Government UK and was handed the baton on by another guy before him. And they're the umbrella organisation for christian workplace groups in the cabinet office in defra in hmrc so all the government departments and so there's all these little prayer groups and people coming together to fellowship and support each other and then together they put on the whitehall wide chris carol service oh. in westminster abbey nearly 2,000 people they had to do two services this year or <laughs> uh, well last year sorry in 2014 oh. because so many people went and you're invited because you're a civil servant, like you and I couldn't go. You have huh. to work for government uh-huh. to go. And you get to hear the gospel, you get to sing the Christmas carols. And huh. on the back of that, they run alpha courses. So this year, I think that it was March the 25th, when was that, yesterday? yeah and they had their easter service mm. and i'm yet to hear how that went but again it's another opportunity that because christians are standing up mm. saying we can do something together in the workplace and invite our colleagues so it's really exciting to hear what's going on
1: oh, that's wonderful that's wonderful to hear and um you know i think i think that sense that that your life has to show you know that you even if you are keeping quiet actually you're saying something yes yes and um you know and you're obviously not urging folks to waste in quotes government time or no, no, or no, whoever no. the your employer is is that's evangelizing it. that's that's really not what we're about that's right uh, and hence hence the upfrontness of what you're doing yeah. which, is, which is terrific um so i mean you, you've mentioned already uh, some of the the challenges financial um going forward mm-hmm. that would be one of the key challenges i guess other things
0: yeah um so The other things are manpower as well. You know, we're a a small outfit, if you like, and uh, we'd love to have people on board who are brilliant web guys, you know, web Mm -hmm. design. We'd love a responsive website Um, and some admin staff as well. But the more ambassadors that we have, so the role of ambassador is to basically phone up a leader of a workplace group whether they're in a government or a multinational organisation that are running a Christian workplace group and just say, hey how's it going? What are you celebrating in your group? What are your challenges? How can I help? And I've just heard time and time again people say to me Ros, just you being on the end of the phone encourages me that you're praying for us. So on a Wednesday afternoon Transformate UK has, um, we have prayer warriors and we meet together to pray sp- into specific workplace situations that come straight from the leaders of the groups. So it's a confidential prayer time where people have asked us to pray for specific things and so we love doing that. So I'd love to grow the prayer stuff but I'd love to grow the ambassador role because the more ambassadors the more um, support we can give the leaders who sometimes feel quite isolated on their own it's sometimes hard you know you might have you know 10 people that turn up one week two people that turn up another week sometimes the leader is the only one on their own and I say just keep going just keep praying praying God your presence come your kings and come your will be done here Um, and it's yeah it's really exciting when you get the feedback I mean for example um, I just of a little story right now in Ealing Borough Council they've got a Christianity Awareness Week oh. and um, that's a number of groups that meet at different times Christian workplace groups that meet in different cr- times in that borough are coming together to put on this Christianity Awareness Week but it's not always easy you know there's a lot of work that goes into that outside of work time because they want to work hard for their organisation yeah, first yeah. of all but the organisation see this is brilliant yeah tell us you know lots of different faiths and people oh. of non-faith here so mm. um, Um, So, yeah, more manpower, more money, but also, you know, if you're out there and you're part of a Christian workplace group and you're not on the Work UK website, well, please go and add your group because the more on there, the more more we can support and the more it encourages other people to know that they're not on their own, they're part of a bigger movement. So, you know, I just want to encourage you to, you know, add your group and then I'd say you know start a group if you're thinking out oh. there gosh I'm on my own and I know a few Christians I don't really know how to do it we've got some really great resources step by step models to help you start a Christian workplace group so
1: so the website address would be
0: it's www.transformworkuk.org okay. and you just type Transform work' into Google it should come up straight away actually so yeah Excellent.
1: Well, well we'll put the website link on the, on the website um uh when people can listen to this again as right. they want to do, I'm sure. So wonderful Ross to sense your enthusiasm for this. I mean it is indeed if we could uh, if we could grow this mm. across the UK, mm. then it would indeed transform Amen. transform Amen. our our nation. So thank you for sharing so warmly. And if you're listening and you've been uh, interested in this, do go to the Transform Work UK website. Uh, sign up, get involved, uh volunteer and, um, you know, we can do this together. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, you've been listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Pett. This is Roz, Roz Turner. She was my guest. She's of Transform Work UK. And um, do log on to Premier's website and listen to archived versions of the Leadership File And um, by going to the website. And uh, look forward to your company again next Sunday at 3.30. So thanks for tuning in.